he took it out. Oh, for you. PFTOT Tuesday edition, where we talk about things we didn't have time to get to in PFT Live. And today we were truncated by a half hour due to the Royal Ascot. That's going to be the... And I've already gotten some complaints from people via email. Look, we don't... Look, hey... I we stand down for live sports, right? You still get 90 minutes of the show. I'm glad that you're upset that we're not on, but you still have other ways to consume the content like PFTOT. So we're still here for a little bit longer, not a full half hour. We got some things to talk about. Chris, it is weird, though, that because in the past when we've been cut short, we still had the radio show that lasted for a half hour and we still did that this time around. We're just done. It's a 90-minute day. I feel like we're stealing money today. Uh, I feel like I, we're stealing I, money every day. Yeah, I'll take it. All right. 30 minutes less work, same paycheck. Let's do it. I'm game. Uh, it sounds good to me. All right. Well, we got a little more work to do before we wrap up for today. And the two top quarterbacks drafted in 2016, creating some news yesterday. One indirectly, one directly. First, Carson Wentz, the second overall pick of the Eagles, down a man on his offensive line for the entire 2020 season. Brandon Brooks out for the year with a torn left Achilles. He had torn the right one previously, and we've heard before that once you tear one, you increase the chances the other one is eventually going to go for whatever reason. It went. He's done for the year. And this is a guy who is very highly regarded in NFL circles. PFF had him as the top Guard last year, I believe. That's the text Pete's sending through right now. Let's make sure this is right. 2019 first, 2018 fifth, 2017 third. This guy is a rock on the Eagles offensive line, and he's done for the year. And this is one of the byproducts of guys working out on their own. Now, it may have happened under the auspices of working out with the team, but but, but this, this occurs when guys work out alone, and uh, it happens quickly. It happens not all that infrequently, and it happened to the Eagles, and now they're down a key offensive lineman, Chris. Yeah, it's a, it's a, big, it's a big loss. I mean, you know, you, you stated it. I mean, Brandon Brooks has been one of the best guards, one of the best offensive linemen in football, you know, ever since he got to Philadelphia through free agency a few years ago. I believe he came from Houston, if I'm calling that correctly off the top of my head. I mean, he's a special player. And, you know, again, there's some moving parts there in Philadelphia that, you know, this makes it harder. Of course, you know, Jason Peters, he's gone. You know, Andre Dillard, their first-round pick from two drafts ago, he's going to be taken over at left tackle. They've lost a few other alignment in free agency. So, you know, now you're just mixing and matching a few other new pieces together uh, to hope this works out. And a year like COVID-19, too, you know, it, this is one of those years where you'd really like to go into camp with a healthy – ready to go, hey, this is our same offensive line or mostly the same guys from last year because, yeah, you don't get to develop, to develop that continuity and things like that. And also, you know, I just think with, with Doug Peterson there and everything like that too, man, we know Carson Wentz plays a little bit of a reckless style of football. Uh, and there's one other, you know, issue you have to worry along those lines too about, you know, again, the protection's not going to be as good. They're not going to be as strong and powerful up front without Brandon Brooks. And, and he tore his Achilles the first time around in the divisional playoff game against the Saints in 2018. The Saints, right. And, and he played every game in 2019. I mean, that's not an extended period of time to recover and rehab, get that thing surgically repaired, get yourself ready to go. And he was still the number one guard in football, according to PFF, last year. So from the perspective of an Eagles fan, 
Good news, he's shown he can overcome an injury like this. Bad news, he's going to be out for all of 2020, given the timing of the injury. And it's unclear what they're going to do. Larry Warford is still available. He was cut by the Saints earlier this year. Maybe they could bring back Jason Peters and shuffle some guys around. He's still available right. in free agency. But uh, the Eagles have they, they, they have a challenge now, unanticipated, but inevitable. Stuff happens, guys get injured, and lightning struck for the Eagles. And uh, it's a challenge they're going to have to deal with. At least they have time to do it. It's always worse when it happens week one of the regular season. They've got three months to come up with a plan. They've got all of training camp to get that plan in place. It's much, much worse when it happens early in September than if it happens in June, Chris. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Now, I mean, you're not going to replace the talent of the player, but you're right. They'll be able to at least have time here to formulate a plan and figure out what they want to do as far as depth of the offensive line start having conversations to like what you said, Mike, how do we want to shuffle guys around? Oh, we could do this. We could do that. Have a lot of different contingency plans and everything like that. But, you know, to me where it's a blow and, you know, I don't know why, but I kind of root for the Philadelphia Eagles. I really like Doug Peterson. I'm a big fan of Carson Wentz. You know, I, I think too, where it's a big blow to them is, you know, I'd like to have seen them get back to a little bit of their ways that got them to the Super Bowl which was play through the power run game a little bit more. And then the RPOs and things off that, which were very effective. Uh, and I feel like they got away with that last year. There was a lot on Carson Wentz's shoulders. And, you know, when things like this happen, I worry that you know, a lot's going to be on Carson Wentz's shoulders once again. Um, so we'll see. It's a shame. That's a big loss. But it's it, – in fact, Mike, I'm kind of shocked it hasn't happened more already just because – you know, I, I would think, you know, guys, who knows what they're doing in this environment, training by themselves, how good a shape they're in. You know, are they overdoing it in a workout when they're not really ready to be there or do that type of workout yet? There's no. Oh, and Chris froze up. Oh, we got through all of the technological difficulties during the live show. And there's Chris. Look at that one. That picture's not as good as the one that we use today throughout the program of the surprised face. But I, I think we should save this one and use it tomorrow when we unveil number 12 on the Chris Sims Top 40 quarterback countdown. I like, I, I actually, I'm, that one's growing on me fairly quickly. The other point we're going to discuss, and if we get Chris back, so be it. Jared Goff expressing confidence that the, the truncated season – at least the absence of an off-season program, the limited opportunities to get ready for the 2020 campaign actually benefits the Rams. Um, I do think that we have an advantage offensively with the same system, the same players, and everything. Um, and, and Shereen Williams and I talked last week about would you rather have continuity in your coaching staff, continuity among your players, and clearly there's continuity offensively in the coaching staff for the Rams and Jared Goff is back and the offensive line for the most part, I think is back. They haven't had any turnover there. Andrew Whitworth considered retirement, but he returned, but Todd Gurley's gone. Brandon cooks is gone. I, it's not the same players. It's, it's not who's your number one receiver. Who's your guy that's going to command double coverage. Who's the guy that's going to stretch the field. Who's the guy that's going to make it easier to do the things across the middle and underneath that, that are easier to do when they're paying attention to Brandon cooks. Who's that guy going to be? And without Todd Gurley there to soften up the offense, and we saw what's happened to that offense since Todd Gurley's injury issues have become, and, and I, I know he doesn't like people talking about it, but that, that knee's been a problem. 2017, it wasn't. He was the offensive, 
player of the year. 2018 for most of the year, he, he was good to go, even though he was fighting through it, according to Maurice Jones-Drew. He had a strong season. Late in the year, it became a problem. In the postseason, it was a problem. And that's when, especially in the Super Bowl, the Rams fizzled out. And now Gurley's gone. Now Cooks is gone. I, I don't know that I would have the same level of confidence that Jared Goff has when it comes to declaring that there is continuity as it relates to the same players. A lot of the players are the same, but their running game is going to be dramatically different. And I think that whether or not they have an effective running game is going to be a huge factor in whether or not they have an effective passing game because the two tend to go together. And the defense is undergoing changes as well. And those two things tend to go together because the more pressure your defense is putting on your offense, if your defense isn't getting the job done and your offense has more urgency and has to abandon the running game and becomes predictable in the passing game and you don't have a guy who can stretch the field and command double coverage and you're in a very difficult division with the Cardinals and the 49ers and the Seahawks, I don't know that I'd be so optimistic if I was Jared Goff. Then again, the guy's making $33.5 million. He can afford to be however he wants to be. They ain't going to come take the money away from him. Worst case scenario is they decide in a couple of years he's not the guy. Until then, he's making $33.5 million a year. So either way, Jared Goff wins. Chris Sims didn't make it back today. Chris, we missed you in these final few minutes. I tried not to say anything bad about you. I prefer to say the bad things about you to your face. I'll get a chance to do it tomorrow morning on PFT Live, 7 a.m. Eastern on NBCSN. Check us out around the clock at ProFootballTalk.com. We'll see you back here again. 